You're listening to How I Grow with the Seed Collection, and today we're going to be talking about planting out your seedlings. This episode will guide you through the process and cautions of transplanting your new seedlings. It's an exciting day. You have healthy, strong seedlings with at least three true leaves. The sky is nice and overcast, and it won't be too hot for a couple of days. All these signs point to one thing. It's time to plant out your seedlings. So let's go through a couple of things you can do to be sure that your seedlings get the best possible start in their new home. First, let's confirm that they're ready. When your seedlings begin to emerge from the soil, the first leaves to appear are called cotyledons, and they look quite different from the leaves that will appear later on. The job of these simple leaves is to provide stored food to the seedling as it grows. The leaves that appear next are called true leaves, and it's these that you will need to wait and see at least three or four of before planting out your seedlings. Once we've confirmed that they have their true leaves, we can prepare them for transplanting. For a couple of days before you plant them out, it's a good idea to water them thoroughly by giving them a drink at least twice a day. Doing this strengthens the seedling and loosens up the soil, which will make it easier to separate the roots later. If you are planting out seedlings that you've started inside at the end of winter, it's best to give them a few days outside near their final position. This will harden them up and get them used to direct sunlight. Start with just a couple of hours a day and work up to a full day in the sun so as not to shock them with sudden outdoor conditions like wind and direct sun. It's a good idea to plant your seedlings out in the afternoon of an overcast day that is going to be followed by one or two further overcast days. Too much sun on their first day can quickly kill off even the strongest of seedlings, so keeping an eye on the weather will give them a huge advantage and it will save you some seedling death heartache. If you don't get any ideal planting days and the weather is too hot and sunny, just provide some shade for your seedlings until the sun goes down, at least for their first couple of days. You'll also need to prepare their new home. Dig a hole that is almost twice the size of the root ball and water the bottom of the hole so that it's nice and moist. At this point, you can also add a small amount of organic matter like manure or compost to make the soil nice and rich. Doing this will energise the soil's food web so that your seedling is met with root-friendly fungi, nutrients and good bacteria. All the things a plant needs to grow big and strong. Now you're ready to plant them out. But remember, seedlings are delicate creatures and require gentle hands when it comes to planting out. To remove your seedlings from their original pots, place your fingers around the stem of the plant and turn the pot upside down. Pinch the bottom of the pot if possible or tap it gently to encourage the plant to fall out into your hand. If the plant won't budge, it may have been left in the pot a little too long and become pot-bound. If this is the case, don't fret. Just get a long, dull bread and butter knife and run it around the inside of the pot. This will dislodge any roots that may have become attached, and then you can repeat the first step. If you have a number of seedlings in the one pot and their roots are tangled together, I've found that it's best to use the same technique, but follow this by putting them into a tray of water. 
Something as simple as deep baking tray can work really well for this. Simply lay the seedlings out into a tray of water and use the buoyancy of the water to take the weight off the root ball. Then you can gently prise the seedling roots apart without tearing them. It's important not to lose a lot of the soil that is around these roots, as it contains many of the good bacteria that plants need to make a safe transition into the garden. Seedlings don't like being out of the ground for more than 10 to 15 minutes, so keep the root ball wet at all times and get your babies into the ground as quickly as possible. If you are planting out a row of seedlings, it's a good idea to measure out the spacing first. You don't have to be millimetre perfect, you can just use a piece of string tied onto two sticks and then push them into the ground to mark the row you want to plant. This way, you'll end up with a nice straight row of plants. Now you can gently place your seedlings into the prepared hole and cover it back in with the soil that you took out. Pack the soil firmly over the root ball and water it in with some liquid seaweed or similar soil conditioner. Then you can cover the entire area with a thick layer of mulch. This locks in moisture and keeps the soil cool during hot days. Now you'll just need to give them some time. Some seedlings don't like being planted out and can look almost dead the next morning. Don't panic just yet though. Water the plants thoroughly the morning after planting and again that evening. If they still haven't bounced back the following morning, water them morning and night again until they start to look like they are going to be okay. Trim off any leaves that have died so the plant doesn't waste valuable energy trying to keep them alive. Now let's move into some commonly asked questions. What happens if I accidentally break the roots while transplanting? Accidentally breaking the roots of a seedling while transplanting can have varying consequences depending on the severity of the damage and the resilience of the plant species. If the damage is minor and only a few small roots are broken, the seedling will likely recover without significant issue. The plant may experience a brief period of shock, but should continue to grow and establish new roots. If a substantial portion of the roots are broken, the plant may experience more severe stress. In such cases, the seedling may wilt temporarily and its growth may be stunted as it redirects energy to repair and regenerate the root system. However, many plants have the ability to recover from moderate root damage with proper care and attention. If the damage is severe and the majority of the roots are broken or if a taproot is damaged, the seedling's chances of survival are significantly reduced. Severe root damage can lead to wilting, yellowing or browning of the leaves and the eventual death of the plant. To mitigate the impact of root damage and improve the chances of recovery, you can take the following steps. Ensure the seedling is well watered before and after transplanting to help reduce the stress. Provide appropriate environmental conditions such as adequate sunlight, moisture and temperature to support recovery. Consider using root promoting additives or fertilisers to encourage root growth. Be careful not to over fertilise though, follow the instructions closely. Monitor the seedling closely for signs of stress and adjust your care practices as needed. But overall, while accidental root damage during transplanting can be concerning, many seedlings are resilient and can recover with the proper care and attention. 
What is transplant shock? Transplant shock refers to the stress and physiological changes that a plant experiences when it's moved from one location to another, particularly when it's transplanted from a container to the ground. The roots do not need to be damaged for the plant to experience this. Transplant shock can manifest in various ways, including wilting, yellowing or browning of leaves, slowed growth and even stunted growth. It occurs because the plant's root system has been disrupted, reducing its ability to take up water and nutrients from the soil. Transplant shock is a natural response that many plants experience when they are moved, but it can be minimised by taking certain precautions. Properly preparing the plant before transplanting, such as watering it thoroughly and trimming any damaged roots, can help reduce the shock. Providing appropriate care and environmental conditions such as adequate water, protection from extreme temperatures and gradual acclimatisation to its new location will also help the plant recover more quickly from shock. With proper care and attention, most plants can overcome transplant shock and continue to grow and thrive in their new location. How long will it take for my seedlings to become established after planting them out? The time it takes for seedlings to become established can vary depending on factors such as plant species, environmental conditions and the care provided. In general, most seedlings will begin to establish their root systems within a few days to a couple of weeks after transplanting. During this establishment period, it's crucial to provide consistent care, including adequate watering, protection from harsh weather and appropriate fertilisation if needed. Monitor the seedlings closely for signs of stress or growth and adjust the care practices accordingly. While some seedlings may establish quickly and show visible signs of growth within a few weeks, others may take longer, especially if they experienced transplant shock or environmental conditions are less than ideal. As the seedlings grow and develop, they will gradually become more resilient and better adapted to their new surroundings. Once they have developed a healthy root system and are actively growing, they can be considered fully established. This process typically takes several weeks to a couple of months, depending on the specific circumstances. What additional protection can I offer my seedlings? There are many options when it comes to providing your seedlings some additional protection. One that offers protection against multiple elements is the use of the garden cloche, a garden cloche, often simply referred to as a cloche, is a protective covering used to shield plants from adverse weather conditions and pests, particularly in the early stages of their growth. A garden cloche typically consists of a transparent or translucent cover that is placed over individual plants or rows of plants. The cover creates a microclimate around these plants, trapping heat and moisture while allowing sunlight to still penetrate. This helps to promote growth and protect the plants from cold temperatures, wind, frost and pests. Cloches are available to purchase from most gardening stores or you can make your own. Some gardeners often create their own using materials like plastic bottles with each end cut off or milk jugs or even PVC pipes covered with some plastic sheeting. Do-it-yourself cloches are customisable and can be adapted to suit the specific needs and size of the plants as well as your garden environment. 
They can also contribute to reducing landfill if you have these items laying around that would otherwise go to waste. Can I move a seedling again once it has become an established plant? Moving an established plant, including one that started as a seedling and has grown into a mature plant, can be done, but it should be approached with caution and care. You need to ensure that you are minimising stress and maximising the chances of successful transplantation. The best time to move an established plant is during its dormant season or periods of lower stress. This timing allows the plant to recover more easily from the transplant shock. As well as all previously mentioned transplant preparations, there are some additional things to consider with established plants. Depending on the size and type of the plant, you may need to stake it or provide some support to help it remain upright and stable. This will assist it while it re-establishes its root system in the new location. It may take some time for the plant to adjust to its new surroundings and begin growing again. Be patient and continue to provide care and attention as needed until the plant becomes established. While moving an established plant can be done, it's important to consider the plant's health and the potential impact on its growth and development. With proper preparation and care, many plants can successfully adapt to a new location and still continue to thrive. However, some species, like those with taproots, may be more sensitive to transplanting than others. It's really essential to research the specific needs of the plant you're moving and take the appropriate precautions. If you have any questions or would like to discuss this topic or any other garden-related topic, please connect with us and many other garden enthusiasts in our group on Facebook, The Seed Collection Community. You've been listening to How I Grow, produced by The Seed Collection in Melbourne, Australia. It's our aim to make gardening more accessible to more people, and this podcast is one of the many ways in which we're doing that. If you don't already know who we are, jump online and visit www.theseedcollection.com.au. You'll find a treasure trove of gardening information, as well as a huge range of seeds and garden supplies and accessories. That address again is www.theseedcollection.com.au. Thanks for listening.